Alex. Hey. You want to hear a story? Absolutely. Way more enthusiastic. <laughs> you wanted enthusiasm. I'm I'm more shaming him than anything. <laughs> All right. Um, there's a designer that I was referred to by a friend of mine from the gym, uh, and she has a couple kitchen um, kitchens that they're going to be remodeling for different clients. So I got brought in, and we're going over what they're planning on doing with their project in terms of like, okay, we're going to move the island. We're going to be doing this and this, all that stuff. And, mm -hmm. uh, it's a husband and wife, uh, that we're meeting with. And throughout the time, every once in a while, the husband's jumping on his phone. And it seems like I'm assuming some kind of business thing, checking in with whatever, like, cool. Yeah. Like you do you, like, we're just going to do our thing. And then at a certain point, all of a sudden he looks up and goes, Oh, this dude has a podcast. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh boy. Because if someone goes back and listens, there's been some crazy stuff that we have said on here. He didn't listen, did he? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, could we'll have, I yes. could have left and then I'm going to see him next time. He's going to be like, I checked out the podcast. Interesting. And just like <laughs> yeah. leave it there and be like, oh, cool. Like hopefully good, interesting, not bad, interesting. Yeah. I feel like Whatever. the question would be, so is Joe going to be doing work? <laughs> true because like uh joe was on the podcast at the time like when it was leading up to me getting married so you can kind of get the theme of where some of the mm -hmm. conversation oh yeah. oh yeah so yeah right. no i know joe well i know i know him enough <laughs> uh, all right well uh for everybody mason's usually here i'm always here and then the new person with us is Alex. So, um, usually we kind of catch up a little bit. So, boys, what well, are you up to? Why the hell is Alex, Alex here? Yeah, why am I here? Well, he finished the 11th Sexiest Man, according to People Magazine, and <laughs> we needed to increase the retention rate for YouTube. So Yeah, that's why I have my nice shiny white knees here, yeah. just to uh, add the sex appeal. You've probably seen it on the new version of the banana boat logo. That, that is his knee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. I just, uh, you know, bring some of the white sands over here. You know, add a little, a little texture. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Mason, what have you been up to? Um, well, if you can't tell, my voice is a little weird. I don't know if I got sick, like sore throat for like a day and a half, and then when my throat felt better. I lost my voice. Perfect. Exactly. <laughs> Never happened before, so this yeah. is new to me. Yeah. I don't like it. I can't yell. Yeah. Yeah. How, how'd your uh, How'd your family feel about that? Um, the kids don't like it because I try to yell and they don't listen. <laughs> They'll hear me because they're upstairs, and then I just get angry. And I just storm <laughs> up the stairs. Get over here! What? <laughs> I call. I couldn't hear you. I was like, I know. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that is about the excitement for my week. Nice. nice. This is this is also the problem. I'll ask Mason like what he did, yeah. and he's gonna be like nothing. And then like halfway in, he'll also that. be like, "Oh, I remembered." Like, I've done one thing. I've done that one time. No, it was. Anyways, <laughs> we'll move on to. You guys are so cute. But now we have three people, so like, yeah, I, I know it works out. Yeah. Yeah. As long as Alex has stuff that he's done recently. Oh, I have stuff that I've done recently. I have. Um, 
I've been horribly sick. You know, I, losing your voice sounds really bad, but how about um, just living next to the toilet for two days? Yeah, we'll take this. Attic yeah. and yeah. basement. <laughs> Attic and basement. Yeah, it was uh, it was rough. I would not recommend um, viral bugs. So it was not food poisoning? I thought it was food poisoning. 100% hoping, thought yeah. it was Well, not really. Hoping. Yeah. It That's why we didn't away. have an episode last week. Yeah, so I, it was bad. I felt really bad because this was my first time being on, and I'm like, oh, just kidding. I'm hugging the toilet. I was miserable for two days. And then, oh, man, it took me, like, by... So it hit Monday. Monday, Tuesday, it was bad. Wednesday, I started feeling better. Thursday, I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm, I'm starting to feel a lot better. I'm going to have bacon and eggs. Big mistake. Big mistake. Oh, just... Uh, it's uh, <laughs> Back to day one. It was terrible. Horrible, horrible idea. Um, so it basically took me, like, the entire week to recover. It felt terrible. There's nothing worse than throwing up eggs. No. You probably won't eat those for a while. No, I actually, I didn't... Luckily, I didn't throw it up. But, oh, okay. you know, it was... Um, it, it was it wasn't pretty on the other side. The yeah. other hole. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's just say I didn't pee for a couple of days. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Maybe that's too graphic. Visualize it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That guy's gonna go and be like, oh, they post a new episode <laughs> five minutes, and he's like, what is this? So this guy's gonna be working on my house. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's recap. I was sick. Yeah. He was sick. Yeah. Thaddeus has us in the eight by eight room Perfect. for. Two hours, hour and a half. Yeah. So, you're screwed, my friend. Yeah. Well, I mean, my mine is past. You guys said you recovered, so yeah. We'll see. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, your guys' events are depressing. Well, sorry, that's what happens. Yeah, you had a little better week than nobody did. Yeah. 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 Uh, can you tell us more about what you're drinking? I know it's different from what whoa, you normally whoa, drink. Whoa. We are. Oh. Way ahead of oh, sorry. There's a whole agenda. How about you explain why we're in this dungeon? Yeah, yeah. so we are in this janky setup mm-hmm. because we closed on my house last Thursday. Let's go. So yes. we. Who's well, your not really? <laughs> that was me. Oh. <laughs> Wait, Saved are a you lot any of good? money. Okay, so good enough. Yeah, two out of three people in this room have represented. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, built this desk Friday night and was like, you know what? We're going to do the podcast in here. This is where we're going to be doing the podcast from now on, but the orientation is going to be different and we've got everything planned yeah. out. So this is more just. So you'll be able to see what uh, Sido can do. Yeah. Over the next. We'll give you the whole year. Yeah, we'll, we'll oh, get yeah. a live... Because you talk a big game, but you forget that you're married and that you have other things that you're going to have to do. Yeah. No, that's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's Thaddeus, so it's just going to get done. You know, he, he doesn't need sleep or anything like Hashtag that. Hashtag the side away. The side away. <laughs> <laughs> well, clip that for a commercial. <laughs> hey, hey, chat, clip that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure that she has projects for me as well. So oh, 100%. I'm sure that it'll be... My projects, her projects, and then we just go from there. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, other than that, um, had four job walkthroughs, no, three job walkthroughs in four days at the end of last week. So I was like, all right, here we go. Nice. So now I got to put numbers to all of those, get schedules out and everything, and then go from there. So, mm-hmm. but I've been telling people it's been busy this last month, but the good kind of busy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, here we go. Heck yeah. So we're moving in. Saturday, 
This is the most moved-in room in the house. And I can tell. As long as the wife doesn't find out, then we'll be all right. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, should have told her the closing date wasn't for like a couple more weeks. Yeah. So you just get some time to do. Like, oh yeah, we just I just found it like this. Babe, look home. look what they did before they left. Wow. <laughs> I had them knock off some of the seller concessions, but they they, they took care of it for us. <laughs> She'd still have my head. Only cost twenty thousand. It was pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that me? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think it is you. Because I'm not moving. Or it's not you. Uh, it might be. Uh oh. All right, anyways. Just stop touching my mic. All right. We ready? I don't know. You guys ready? Yeah. Let's get hammered. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sledgehammers in the Office podcast, where we celebrate the heavy hitters on the job site and in the office. Today, I'm joined by Mason Oxendale, as usual, Alex Reiki, and then... Reiki? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Isn't it... Von Reiki. Yeah, that one, too. Russian? Uh, German. That sounds way more Russian. Von Reiki. Yeah. He's from South Africa. It gets confusing. I like to make it hard. Yeah. But... Is that why your skin's so white? Yeah. Yeah, they bleached me. Anyways. Fizzled. <laughs> yep. And that was a good run, guys. <laughs> and wanted to do a uh, quick ad read for a company that is not, spon- is not sponsoring us, not affiliated with us. We don't know if they like this or not, but we're going to do, we're going to start doing commercials for them until they tell us to stop. So, um, <laughs> Shamrock Farms chocolate milk, the whole milk, uh, because that's obviously the most delicious. But if you order right now by going to your local grocery store, pick it up wherever you can find Shamrock Farms chocolate milk, you could get a one cup serving with only 220 calories. And for that, you can get a delicious chocolate milk that will just set your day in order. How many grams of protein is there? Yeah. How many grams of protein? Nine grams of protein. Wow. Now, usually you're going to see significant source of protein. Now, are we talking about ratios? Because the ratio might not be great, but all I'm saying is I'm on a bit of a, uh, I don't want to say diet, but I've eliminated a lot of crap from uh, what I've been eating. The only thing that I have left, and it's for special occasions with podcasts, Shamrock Farms, chocolate milk, the whole milk, because it's the best. This is my first time drinking it in a month, and... I'm over the moon right now. <laughs> what, he, what he meant to say was that he eliminated a lot of crap from his diet, but luckily, Shamrock Farms whole chocolate milk is not crap, so he still gets to drink it every podcast. True. There we go. All right. Um, so we've talked about how we were going to be restructuring the podcast a little bit. When the three of us are getting together, essentially, we're going to be documenting what each of us are doing inside of our businesses, what act, the biggest thing for us is going to be what action steps are we taking. So we're not preaching about, hey, you should go do this. This is more just a retelling of what we did, what the result was, and what it looks like from three different perspectives. So um, we'll start with Mason. Uh, we're going to, let's recap our numbers because we've been, we talked about we're going to do the road to 100000 uh, $100,000 gross, and you can check that out in a previous episode. But Mason, if you want to take it from there. I was going to say, will you recap what our goals were? All right. Uh, the road to 100,000. <laughs> I don't the, have it pulled up. <laughs> the idea with the road to 100,000 is we're trying to see 
uh, how long it takes for each of our businesses to get to $100,000 gross income or how, do, uh, how long does it take for $100,000 to pass through our hands. So some people talk about gross is a vanity metric because it doesn't mean anything. Net is the one that matters. And for us, it was more, we wanted to set that as a goal just to say, hey, can we get momentum? Uh, and then after that, we'll roll into the road to 100,000 net. But for right now, we're doing the road to 100,000 gross. So um, Mason, what do we have for your update in terms of the road to 100,000? Oh, we also coupled that with our action steps, which we'll get to next. Yep. So, I mean, this is kind of new how we're doing this, but um, my road to 100, we have a goal of a little over $8,000 a month. $8,333 to be exact and 33 cents mm -hmm. and uh, my January numbers that I hit <clears throat> get ready a goose egg zero now it's not fun but it is not uncommon in the industry <laughs> where <laughs> I had two different closings that were pushed forward because they were supposed to close towards the end of the month and so hopefully I will be able to make that up over the February March, which and, is normal. And what would those be? Like, what are we estimating coming in? Estimated about from those twelve thousand. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So I still have some work to do, but it's more. I like to set the monthly goals, but I try to my bigger picture, or more like quarterly. That's a. Yeah. Better understanding how the business is going because everything gets a little crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Uh, and then in terms of, we wanted to couple the road to 100,000 with the action steps that we're taking in terms of what did you do to try and acquire new leads, new customers, uh, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. So my, I mean, I need to update that before you post it, the uh, spreadsheet. Because my action steps are a little different as far as I'm not really making necessarily phone calls, emails, texts, and all that stuff because I use a CRM where I can schedule out tasks depending on the specific person on when to call, kind of stuff like that. But one of the things um, that I did do was I did more of a system organization. So I was focused on this month was organizing the leads coming in. So organizing them into a hot lead, somebody to call or to contact every day, a warm lead once a week. Um, a nurture lead, which is um, uh, every, what, three months, probably talk to them. And then somebody who, like, ghosts it, like, a lead that comes in just never answers. Put them more of a long-term trip where I just reach out. And I don't reach out, but emails and different things like that every month. And then every quarter I call, see if I can't get a hold of them. Because a lot of times when you get some of these leads, people put their information in online. And then they don't expect people to reach out so quickly <laughs> like they're not even close to ready so a lot of people just ignore and then like a, a year maybe even two years later you don't even realize that they've been seeing everything and then they give you a call hey i'm ready to pre-qualified i'm ready to go look at houses oh shit okay <laughs> i have to look you up to find out who the hell you are but yeah so i did a better job of organizing that so i'm not everything's not sporadic so um that was my big goal is your question? Yeah. Uh, what what CRM are you using? Follow up boss. Okay. What yeah. is that specifically like recommended for realtors? Is that something that? Yeah, I think okay. the real estate industry. So I think some lenders and stuff use it too. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Because um, it's got a lot of in integrate. The way that it processes essentially deal flow mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. uh, optimized for realtors. So it's, I even looked at trying to reorganize follow up boss to see if I could just take it and use it for what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And then I just at the end decided it wasn't going to be optimal for what I was doing, mm -hmm. but they keep track of not just individual performance, but they'll also keep track of team performance. And then gotcha. they can even track you versus the other people on the team and it keeps track of commissions, stuff like that. So it is literally built out for realtors as far as you can do follow, like one year follow-ups, stuff like that. So yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, it has all the integration. So all the different lead sources where they come in, everything's automatically inputted and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so that was my number one thing that I got done. Um, and then my two big focuses as far as generating new leads were um, working the sphere. I have a pretty big sphere myself and then a lot of just random old leads and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I put them back through the system organization and re-reaching out and all that stuff. But also um, with my personal sphere, past clients, family, friends and all that stuff. Uh, hitting up more on social media so daily stories you know posts just to keep my name fresh mm -hmm. or whatnot excuse me <coughs> maybe i am still sick right <laughs> so i'm working more like people i know i'm going that route gotcha. so people who are gotcha. you know i'm acquaintances with over the time right um and then my big like action steps or i have a put down for like uh daily outputs so every day I check my hot lead folder. I do any tasks that are inside of my CRM that mm -hmm. I have assigned for that day. Check all my emails because you never people reach out through email or different things like that. Um, and then again, post uh, something on social media. Gotcha. Keep my name out there. A lot of people know what I do, so just keep the name fresh. So when they're looking to buy or sell, because mm -hmm. gotcha. I'm not somebody who's I'm not going to make a thousand videos and say, "Now's the time to buy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because what do me and Thaddeus are saying? Well, it depends. Yeah, it always depends. Yeah, so it's more of staying frame of mind. Right, mm -hmm. right. That's smart. Yeah, cool. And then uh... next, and then next month are the same things. I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to keep with the the sphere legion, and then I'm going to go double down on kind of like a new lead generation. But with the social media, I'm going to start getting the Facebook stuff. Gotcha. Not Facebook, uh, YouTube. Mm -hmm. There are several people that I work with that they just post some pretty generic, really easy, like videos, and they're getting like actual leads and closings off of it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I can do that and probably a little bit better. So I'm going to take a stab at it. Nice. Which, in the way that they're doing it too, is they've geared the channel towards a lot of times people moving from out of state. So mm -hmm. the guy who started it on the team, his name's Trevor. Um, he originally moved from California, so he started treating the channel like something he would have watched moving out here. So it would be like, oh, oh, what would, uh, let's look at the Vistancia community. Let's look at the Sun City West community, stuff like that. So he would be walking through certain parts of the community, talk about certain um, local like uh, restaurants or different things like that. So, But then you start picking up traction as they're looking at it and they want to move, and he you posture yourself as the authority on what you're doing. So then people are reaching out through YouTube, stuff like that. So gotcha. like when I talked to him about this probably two years ago and like my thought was kind of like spaghetti, I'm just going to throw content at the wall and see what happens. And he was going in with a very deliberate, like 
no, th this is how I'm doing it. And he was able to model it off of other people's channels too. Mm -hmm. So the, the only reason why I wanted to put that out there is because there's some people who just say, just start, just do it. And it's yeah. like, all right, let's give a little bit more context to the people who are actually succeeding and why they're doing it. Right. Yeah, you want to give in out information. Yeah. Because I mean, a lot of the people you see, you know, it's like, hey, what, how much does it cost to close? What's closing cost? What is this within a real estate transaction? But maybe the people who want to know that things are already in a real estate transaction, so they just ask the realtor that they already have. Right. So more information on what people want to know about the community that, you're, that you know, and because that's what they care about, really. Mm -hmm. And then you just want to be the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, not the leader, but like the person to go to for like that specific area. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, he's got it. I like, I watched some of his videos um, on different places. He knows a lot of things, yeah. but I'm going to go with this one, but I might reach out to him. You want to be the authority. Yes, exactly. Yeah. There you gotcha. go. Yeah. So I feel like I've got the internal stuff under control. So my next task is to reach out to people that I don't know. Heck yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. So. Next time the three of us are together, what should we see done? And what should the audience see done from the, the month that goes by? Analytically? Yeah. Or even just, is it like, is the channel going to be, what you does will, the channel look like? Or what, yep, what are you yeah, trying to have done? There will be, um, I mean, obviously I would, I'll, my intentions are to do more, but if I set the bar too high, I know that I actually do less. So the so by the end of the month, the channel will be up. It'll look, you know, it'll have professional style pictures. It won't be just like, you know, it'll be. I spent some time. I'll spend some time on it, and then I'll probably have at least one video up. Uh, probably a tour video. I don't know where yet. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I will have but that. But we can up. even just check in. Like, hey, do you get that tour video done? And yeah. if it's there, then yeah, it's like exactly. cool. All right, let's exactly. Go. It's in, and then you can also link it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Boom. Hey, integrate it. Yep. Cool. Um, this podcast might go a little longer because we're just getting to the flow of it. Do you want to go over the numbers? Uh, sure. You want to just keep it quick? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll keep it quick because next time we get together with the podcast, I want to go more in depth about what the numbers mean, actually, because people just throw out shit. But like a lot of people are like, well, what the hell does that mean? Yeah. You know, <clears throat> so our interest rates, uh, conventional FHA, we're finally everything's under 7%. So six nine nine for convention for conventional six point two five for FHA, which is a lot better than the eight percent we saw three four months ago. Mm -hmm. um, plus, it's you're still if you're out buying, you can still be able to get sellers to buy. You can buy down your rate personally, or you can get the seller to buy down. What I had that used to do. So, um, I said, he's his own realtor, but yeah. I suggested, <laughs> hey, try it. You never know, right? Um, so yeah. So interest rates are coming down, which are good. Um, our stats are we have almost 12,000 active homes available. So it's slowly moving up. That's up about almost 700 from last month. Um, our close is about 1,000, which is up by 500. But January, we always see low closing numbers because of the holidays. So it'll start to pick back up. Um, and uh, new listing pendings, they're at almost 2,000. So... People are listing their homes and people are buying homes, which is good for the market. Yeah. So it's healthy. Nice. Yeah. And for anyone who's new to the podcast, usually we track the active and 
the active numbers, closed numbers, and then interest rate for the last month in the greater Phoenix area, just because there's a lot of people who will say certain things about, oh, inventory's high, inventory's low, all these things. And it's like, well, here's oh. the numbers so we can actually track it. Mm -hmm. So um, unless you have anything else, Mason, I'm gonna jump into the numbers on the building side. Hope I would love to hear it. Okay, so two by fours, we've got 334, plywood 1725, copper 2642. Now, I rattled those off, doesn't really mean anything. Uh, if I were to summarize it, uh, two by fours have held steady uh, for the last year, essentially, as we've tracked it. Plywood's the one that's jumped around the most. This one is hanging out in the middle. We've seen it range from $12 all the way up to like $24. So sitting right in the middle right now, copper, it had one jump up and then we've held steady since then. So in terms of the people who are saying, oh, building materials are crazy, uh, not all of them are. Some went up, stayed up. Some of them came back down. So that's it. Uh, in terms of the road to 100,000 for the month of January, uh, month of January, we brought in $3,430 or that much money passed through our hands. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, in terms of the action steps for that, uh, uh where'd it go? I had that spreadsheet up. Now it's gone. Anyways, give me one second. Um, I know that on those I had kind of set... I had set some numbers that apparently I fell pretty short of. Um, on the one that I did notice was it's going to be phone calls. It's probably going to be the biggest metric I'm tracking along with um, social media advertising. And I'll get into that in a second. But in terms of phone calls, I made 17 phone calls uh, that was just directly towards leads. So that's not going to include people that I have in terms of I, I treat it as once I've converted a lead to an active project, I'm no longer counting the phone calls that I'm uh, going that I have going to those people because in my mind it's like all right that mm -hmm. that's converted I'm focusing just on the leads. Are so, you uh, are you also are you going to track um, like your walkthroughs? Because walkthroughs yeah, aren't that, always. That's I I have that one on here. Because well. I'm very curious to see like you know you said you hit your failed to hit your numbers, but I wonder like how good are those walkthrough numbers going to be mm -hmm. by the first and second quarter. And then yep. we'll be able to track if you up all that stuff. Yeah, what's the conversion you almost, on that? Exactly, yeah. you start tripling down. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, seventeen for January. My next one, I guess, we'll just say like for February, I'm gonna try and double it, and I'll get into that in a second. The social media posts I had planned on getting four done in January, and I hit four. Uh, the meetings I had planned on, like my goal is to try and get four meetings. I hit five for January. So. Uh, for February, I'm going to be upping, we said the calls, we're doubling it, the social media posts, I'm going to keep that stable. My goal is to kind of just have something going out once a week on that. And then the meetings, I'm going to try and do six in February because I think I already have three done and we're, are, we're only at like February 5th. So yeah. it's like, that's a lot of month left. Even though it's a short month, it's like we're halfway there. Nice. So um, one the... So Mason talked about he was doing the three different tiers of people. That's what he was focusing on for his action steps. One that I really started to focus in on was uh, social media marketing. And so <clears throat> I started running ads through Facebook and didn't really know anything about what I was doing, but just started. So took a picture, edited it in Canva and threw some stuff up there, uh, let that run for a couple weeks. And then I've edited a couple iterations since then. Uh, so wanted to talk about all of that because my goal right now is to spend a hundred dollars a week on ads for social media. So I think that breaks down to like, if it's $196 a week, it's 
$14 a day, if I remember How correctly. long are you going to do that for? Um, my goal is to do it for like four months. So I did it for the month of January. Uh, and they, inside of Facebook, they'll allow... Um, there's a function where you can let Facebook kind of experiment with what ad is going to be the most ideal for drawing eyes. And once I found one that seemed to be attracting more eyeballs than the others, I kind of went a little heavier on that one. I ended up getting 10 leads from that. And the leads uh, came off of, I created a sign up form. So it was like, do you want to remodel your house? Like, uh, give it like, leave your name, email, and then uh, what you wanted to update on your house. So I had a lot of people where it's like, I've got names, emails, and then uh, people would be like kitchen or bathroom or stuff like that. So I then created uh, emails that would get sent out to them um, in terms of saying, hey, saw your request for this. And then I also, when I'm sending them the email, I started putting pictures of different bathroom or kitchen or like if it's a whole house, like a, a living room also uh, just to say, this is some of the stuff that we could do for you. Here's like something to draw in. Like if you've got any inspiration from these or if you have an idea, just let us know and like let's talk about getting this done. But um, so we had, oh, let's see, I think for, I'm going to try and find, I'm going to try and find how much we spent for, it should have been around $400 for all of um, January. Yeah, four hundred $438 dollars in the last 60 days which i started in january 20. so out of those 24th. out of those 10 people how many um when you resent the email how many of them followed up none okay. so like that's the one thing as far as no one no one converted on that so it's more just as far as we are almost 440 dollars in and nothing has necessarily converted off of well, that. What, what what did your ad say like do you want to remodel uh yeah let's see We'll get the verbiage correct. Uh, it says, ready to update your house. Click the button to tell us about your ideas. Okay. And it has like a sign up button. So try to keep it short, concise to the point because it's anyone, like if I'm on social media, if I'm seeing one of those things, I don't want to go through a long, read a long thing. So that's what we did. But, yeah, that was the action. I'm just curious because yeah. I mean, you'll figure out, you know, are people looking for a general number, which is almost impossible to get, you know, so you'll just have to play with it. Yep. So, and then let's see. Want to try and find? I guess the leads one is going to be the biggest one, but they're mm -hmm. like as far as what they're, what they've spit out to me, it's there's thousands of people that it's reached uh, across different ads. One has seventy five hundred, one is fifty five, forty five. So, out of those um, that I mentioned, the one that had the ten leads, it reached fifty five hundred people. Got ten leads, none converted. <coughs> so. It's then trying to figure out where's that threshold. Is there something that we can optimize inside of the leads? We're going to try and figure that out, that out in the next couple months, but we're going to run it and go from there. The only thing that I'm doing differently on the ad side for the month of February, then I want to jump back into Facebook, is um, I was signing up for the Google business page, and they said, hey, we'll give you a $500 credit for all for the ads. Like You just have to spend essentially $500. So it's like, all right, well, that's my monthly ad budget. So we're going to try seeing what the um, return is on that because then essentially on, in March, if nothing happens through Google, we're going to be back on Facebook running that. And then... Um, Yelp. <laughs> Seriously. I, I don't know if I want to necessarily do Yelp just because I want to try and posture it as like we do premium work. So I don't want to be doing... Um, sometimes Yelp gets... 
it's it's not always the crowd that you're looking for. So fair enough. Um, my big goal for the next month is going to be obviously we talked about the action steps, but uh, was talking to someone who made the recommendation that I should reach out to builders that are doing larger projects than we're doing right now. So uh, my goal is to try and get to where we're doing kitchens and bathrooms where it's like it's tens of thousands of dollars, hundred like up to a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, but so go approach builders that are doing seven figure uh, builds and because usually they have a larger brand or they have a larger web presence because they're trying to attract uh, high dollar customers. And so they need to spend a significant amount of money to usually get those eyeballs. Uh, approach those people and say, hey, if you have any clients that um, you do not want to work with that have a project that needs to be done, uh, if you would refer them my way, I will send you a referral fee. So I've already done that with Three, I've called three builders, had one that reached back out to me. And so it's like got everything set in terms of sent them a contact card and said like, hey, if anyone comes over, I'm going to send you um, a referral. But my goal is I think I had a list of 15 builders that I'm going to try and reach out to all of them and make it where it's going to be phone call, follow up, like if uh, follow up with a text message, stuff like that, just to try and see. I'm just trying to get my contact in their phone and the thought in their brain. If they've got someone who it's like, oh, you're looking to do something that's hundred thousand. We're doing seven figures minimum that, but we still have a guy for you rather than just hanging up the phone. Gotcha. So, um, I think that's all I've got. Sweet. All right. Uh, if you don't mind, before we hop in, I'm going to just real quick explain what my business is. Cause, yeah. Cause your guys is a little bit more straightforward in terms of like realtor. And, and we've talked about it. And you've talked about yeah. it. Uh, so I, I'm still fairly new to a lot of people. So hi, my name's Alex. Uh, I'm the owner of control analytics it is a analytics development sub, uh, service uh, offered as a subscription. Now, that's a lot of fancy words. So basically what that means is we come in and help businesses, specifically on the operations side, so accounting, finance, um, you know, VP of ops, whatever it might be. Then we come in and help automate a lot of the manual processes. So whether it means getting information um, having better access to that information, preparing reports, a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, so we do all of that development and we do it on a subscription platform. So you pay flat fee uh, through a month and uh, you can pause or cancel us whenever you want. And uh, so yeah, that's that's my business. That's what I've been working on. Um, I have been focused this last month a lot on brand identity. Um, oh, in terms of amount, I have raked in a wonderful $3,420, a grand $10 less than Thaddeus, which is killing me, but you know, there's always next month. Um, <laughs> no, so a, a lot of my thing has been about brand identity. Um, a lot of the stuff I did like fully myself before, and it, it was okay, um, but after I got uh, a little bit of revenue coming in, I was like, all right, now it's time to actually get like a big boy logo and, <laughs> and get branding guide and all that kind of stuff. So we're launching our new website on Wednesday, which I'm excited about. Um, and I've been posting about, uh, well, minus last week because I was super sick, but um, been trying to post more regularly on LinkedIn. Today, actually, I got really lucky. Um, my post did super, super well and got way more engagement than I normally get. Um, okay, real quick before we do that, uh, before we move on, I want to ask about... Um, you're redoing the website yep. and the brand image. How much money are you spending on all of that? So I I have a friend of mine who is a designer, um, and all in he charged fifteen hundred dollars. 
So what that got me was a logo that got me a brand guide, which what that means is it has the fonts I should use. It has different colors I should use, um, you know, best places to use, you know, how to combine them all well. So whether it be I'm making content for YouTube or I'm making content for my website or blog post or whatever, I have this brand guide and it's kind of like my Bible and it, yeah. is, it is so awesome. Or do you use Canva? Yeah, yeah. So I have used Canva a couple times. Well, yeah, because you can upload the your whole brand. Thing. Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So it that is all super nice. So I have a lot of my colors. So whenever I'm building stuff out, I can keep it aligned with you know my my company image, which is just it. I cannot tell you how many times it has come in handy of just like oh I don't have to come up with different colors and try to match things. You yeah. know, it's already done for me, and it's really really good looking. Um, and then he also designed business cards for us. So, so we just I finally got those yesterday. They look so good. I'm so excited. Almost as cool as mine. Almost as cool as that is. Um, but yeah, so that, that's like the, the core thing is I'm trying to establish an online presence, trying to establish my authority, um, as like a, a data analyst. I'm a data professional, um, which, you know, today my, my LinkedIn post that I posted this morning got like 5,800 impressions, which nice. is like, it's pretty good. That's a pretty good reach. Like for me, for my, for my, uh, unpaid channel, reach too. Uh, unpaid reach. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, and so I'm just trying to build consistency there. The problem is, is there's a lot of people in the data analytics space on LinkedIn, uh, but there's not so many, like most of the people who are data analysts or want to become data analysts are looking for courses and other stuff that I'm not offering. I'm looking for more of the ops people, the people who don't necessarily know that there's a solution out there. They're not necessarily solution aware. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to figure out a better way to actually reach out to that avatar if we're going, you know, marketing speak. Um, so I'm trying to figure that out. So, and just like uh, Thaddeus too, this, as of this recording, you, this is just like, uh, not a side gig, but, you have a, yeah. a main job and you're yeah. trying to build this to get out. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I'm yep. balancing this. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot of work. Um, but I've I've uh, really needed to figure out uh, a couple things. So some a couple insights that I have from this past month is I've been learning a lot about copywriting. Um, there was a, a channel I don't even know the name of it on YouTube that I read I watched the other day. It was like five hours long. It had everything from an intro to copywriting to you know. The thing I really liked about it is, is like, uh, write everything as if it's for one person, you're with one problem, and you're offering them one solution mm-hmm. at like one time. And you know, Alex Ramosi talks about that a lot in his his books, uh, his hundred million dollar leads. Um, but honestly, I, that's what I did today for for that LinkedIn post, and mm-hmm. that that it just took off. Um, and then another thing that I've I've been focusing well, on real quick, uh, mm-hmm. what would the what were the previous LinkedIn posts that you had been doing up to this point? What were they averaging? Oh, uh, so previous LinkedIn posts, a good one would get maybe a reach of about a thousand and and about like five X it by trying to optimize for exactly. Well, and, and not only that, so the interaction, the interactions were way better. My best post before that got maybe like 12 likes. So, I mean, and that's not necessarily always a great indicator. It could be a vanity metric. So, Mm -hmm. you know, take that with a grain of salt. But um, this post today had 85 as of now, which nice. is in one day, which is crazy for me. Does LinkedIn does offer like kind of like Facebook, like paid advertisement and stuff? They do. Um, but I was actually talking to a marketer today and apparently their system is way archaic yeah. compared to something like Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I don't know. I'm trying to go as long as I can without paid advertisements. 
so that I have a better understanding of my clients, mm -hmm. myself, doing cold outreach or whatever else I'm doing um, before I start going and throwing money in. Because I actually had a conversation today with a competitor or someone who's essentially doing analytics. They started around the same time I did um, in a different state completely. But this guy has played around with different ads similar to Thaddeus, but he didn't know what he was doing. He's like, yeah, I spent $5,000 on different ads on, on like all across different social. He's like, I still haven't converted a single lead. And that's crazy to me. Yeah. So for me, I, I run really, really lean. If you've ever read like the lean startup, I really kind of take on that approach of, you know, very MVP. And as a service-based business like I am, it is easy to keep those overhead costs low. But I'm that's why I'm really, really keen with like advertising and stuff like that. Like, hey, like I, I got to figure it out myself yeah. before I, I start pouring a ton of money on it. Which, you know, I think Thaddeus' approach is really good for like the $100 um, and making sure that, that that kind of stuff is, you know, he's testing it, making sure things are working before we, you know, you mm -hmm. say, okay, no, it's not going to work. Um, so something else regarding that, um, I, I do YouTube videos as well. And it, the last YouTube video I made was like maybe a month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And initially I started doing YouTube videos like how to do Power BI. You know, Power BI is a, a data visualization software. It's really popular in analytics. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I did a full intro. Here's everything you need to know to do that. And while that's good, my dream avatar, you know, the person I'm trying to <clears throat> get to hire me, isn't going to be looking that stuff up. And so I'm like, all right, how do I give them stuff that's going to be value added and make them say, oh, okay, maybe Alex knows what he's talking about. Maybe I should hire him. Mm -hmm. So I, I tried <laughs> tackling it from the business perspective, and I created a video. Of, oh, okay, hey, how do you make an income statement in Power BI? So it automatically refreshes. You know, it's a, it's a little bit of work to set up, but once you have it, it's automatic, and it can pull from QuickBooks, from literally whatever else. Mm -hmm. um, and I offered away, I, I gave the entire report away for free with all the supporting documentation, and all, all that people did was go to my website, give me their name and email. And so I actually, even though the, the video itself had like maybe 500 views, mm -hmm. but I got a list of 80 people off of yeah. that wow. who were like super That's interested. That's a pretty good conversion. Yeah, right? Yeah. I was like, I was surprised by that. I was like, okay. So I actually, uh, last night, I sent an email out to all of them and say, hey, like, thank you so much for watching your video, my video. Um, if, uh, if this is interesting to you or, or you like this kind of stuff, like, please let me know. If there's any other stuff you want to know about, mm -hmm. let me know. Uh, also... For anyone that is on this email list, I'm giving you guys a special discount for Control Analytics. This is what we offer. Um, if you're interested, you know, say more info, and I'll I'll shoot you more info. Mm -hmm. uh, no responses yet, like uh, similar to Thaddeus, but I it's just another approach. I'm I'm just kind of trying to shotgun approach with yeah. All I think of these that's things. yeah. Let's, I think that's it right there. And going back to you spent zero dollars. It was sweat equity. Yeah. You had eighty, and so it's like. I think we're in the same boat as far as people talk about, oh, you need to do this and then you're going to get leads. It's like, and no one talks about how many you have to do. Yeah. So the way exactly. we even talked about it amongst ourselves is like, we're groping around in the dark to figure out like, exactly wh where is the answer to this? Because everyone talks about, oh, it's over here, but it's like, <laughs> cool. Yeah. If yeah. You did it like what people don't, they don't talk about is like, you have to find your audience. Mm -hmm. And I think you you found, you figured that out. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, video. I mean, you know, videos. Stop, stop uh, handwriting such. You know, like do this, and you just make a video about this is how you should do it. Yeah. They don't know how to do it. Right. So then, you well, offer them to contact you or some kind of free gift. Yeah. Like, this is a, how you can get jump started 
And if once they try to do it, they don't know how to do it and they call you. I had a really hard time understanding what a good lead magnet would be. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something a lot of marketers are around. is like, oh, you need something really good that you give away for free that other people are like, you know, charging for. But as a service-based business, it's mm-hmm. really hard to figure out what that looks like. Like for construction, it's not like you can just hand out like a free fridge or something like that. Like, like obviously that's not. Oh, you want to redo your kitchen? You yeah. want cabinets, flooring, and this? Oh yeah, it's this much. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's super hard mm-hmm. to figure out like a good lead magnet. So for me, it's coming. What's actually been helping me the most is through a couple connections, I found a couple businesses that I offered to just help for free. Yeah, that's good. And so I've been doing some free work for them. And again, it's sweat, sweat equity. It's a lot of work. And, uh, but I've been going in there. And the great thing is I look at the problems that they're struggling with. And I'm like, aha, so this is what my dream client is struggling with. So if I can answer that issue, yeah, exactly. and so that's actually where I got the the idea for the in- income statement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, oh, okay, if other people are, str- if this guy's struggling with it, then I bet 10 other guys are going to be struggling with it. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and, and honestly for like Thaddeus's perspective, I mean, even something like, Hey, this is like a remodeling checklist of like, I was hey. just about to say the same thing for you. I was like, Oh, this will be perfect for Thaddeus too. <laughs> like, is your business, uh, running efficiently and you have all the automation you know properly here's a checklist yeah exactly well to that point i even noticed as far as you'll see a lot of the big builders posting pictures of these monstrosities of houses whether they're in progress or finished stuff like that and like i i talked about for a long time treating instagram like a portfolio as far as hey here's what we've been doing Mm -hmm. and i still i still do believe in that but what I've just noticed off of the numbers, I think there's been two or three videos where this has happened. I did like, hey, here's a helpful tip. And the numbers on those videos were like 10x sometimes. Oh, 100%. The other stuff where it was like, I thought I built something really cool, but it, it almost seems like no one cares because mm-hmm. the way that they're consuming things, it's it's like almost a pseudo learning. Yep. Mm-hmm. So to your point as far as, hey, here's how to do the income statement for me it started to reframe okay i'm gonna start just showing people here's how i think about my work and try and condense everything to where i can make it repeatable every time yeah because if that's the thing that's gonna make like that if that's what's gonna draw the eyeballs then we can draw more leads off of that and then same thing as far as what you looked at it's like Mm -hmm. i could show someone how to do drywall and they're gonna be like okay cool i learned something maybe i could patch a hole like my kids were rough housing they punched a little hole in the wall but it's like you're not gonna do your kitchen oh yeah so it's like, but you you now know I can. Right. So well, it's super weird because marketing, I, I'm realizing now that marketing is much more about identity in terms of like people put themselves in every post that there is in social media. And that's why there's there's a lot of good and bad things that come out of social. But I think the thing that made my post like really pop off today was I started it with Oh, what, what data analysts don't tell you. Mm-hmm. And, and then I just said a ton of things about data analysts that are like super true as someone who's been there, you know, and everyone's like, Oh yeah, I totally agree because everyone's reading it. Oh yeah, that's me. Oh yeah. I do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, Oh yeah. Because I started and I don't think that my post earlier didn't have any value. Like to me, I really thought they were like <laughs> genuinely right. like really helpful. Like oh man, this is something that took me forever to figure out. Mm-hmm. But I would like pose a question first and no one cared. No one, I was like, what do you think this is? And no one's like, you know, piss off. I, I don't, I don't care about that. Yeah. Um, 
and it really comes down to people don't want to be talked down to. People don't want to think that they're stupid or feel stupid. They want to learn, but they want to have someone kind of ask the question in a way that makes them feel like smart for, for oh yeah, yeah. I, I was wondering, mm-hmm. you know, what, what is the one thing that it's data the, analysts don't tell it's you? It's the classroom syndrome, right? Where it's like, the, uh, any questions and no one wants to raise their hand, right. but once one person raises their hand, three other people feel comfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think a lot of like informational content does super well in every industry because there are so many questions, yeah. but how people go about that is so important. And like, that's why I think learning the art of copywriting is a really good skill. Yeah, yeah especially because you're business to business. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, cause, uh, I mean, we're more, we're straight to consumers. Right. Um, but like, uh, for an example, I mean, like when I post, you know, anything about how, you know, I get people, some people will like it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, uh, what was it? A couple of days ago, I posted a story. You ever seen on Instagram, the stories going around with like, you know, the, Circle your top five yeah, uh, yeah. Disney oh, yeah. things or whatever. I got way more like people like engaged and like messaging me through that. Yeah, you know. So as far as like you know, when you're straight to the consumer, it's like you want to be a human being. Right. You know, they you want them to like you, but then also know that you do this. So when the time comes, boom, you'd be like, oh, Thaddeus does that. Yeah, I just saw his post about weird animal stuff. It, this is like su- <laughs> this is a uh, this is super unrelated to my business, but something mm-hmm. I did on my personal Instagram because I'm like never on Instagram. Like I never yeah. I never post on Instagram. There's nothing. a benefit for you unless you enjoy it. Yeah, I, I don't really care about posting on social that often, so, I hate it, it, it's, so much. it's been very hard for me doing it for my business. But um, on Instagram, I like forever ago. I just started doing like random polls. Like, and, and I've never posted, and you know, Instagram, if you haven't posted a story in a while, it's like, oh, you know, so-and-so hasn't posted a yeah. story in a while, and they, then they jack it up. I had people, I, I did it for like three weeks. I had people I hadn't talked to in 10 years mm-hmm. that were like actively responding to every one of my polls and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. And, and honestly, it was a genuine way to like, eventually I got to a point where like, hey, if I haven't talked, like, you know, when's the last time we chatted? And I had like, you know, one less than one year, one to five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had a couple of people was like 10 plus years. And then they, after they responded to it, I reached out to them and I had great conversations with people I hadn't talked to in forever, but mm-hmm. you're hundred percent right. The, the human element is there and like people want to be engaged, mm-hmm. but they don't want to like commit too much. It's kind of weird. And you haven't talked to them in 10 years. So you have no, you have no idea what they're doing. Exactly. Do they have a business that needs your assistance? <laughs> you know, like you don't know. You just have a right. normal conversation. Yeah. Exactly. Worst case scenario, you catch up with somebody. Exactly. Because you're exactly. human. You're not always chasing a lead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think the biggest point out of all of that is that it's like we learned something in terms of it's not, look what I did. Right. But it's more we can get a 5 to 10x engagement based mm-hmm. on Hey, if you've had the same question I have, yeah, and here's I found the answer. I'll just show you. Here you go. Or even just having a genuine, like almost like inner pseudo interaction with someone. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm a definition of a uh, shitty DIY DIYer or whatever. So like yeah, I'm always yeah, looking yeah. at videos and like how to do things because oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. There's been so many times. This was before Thaddeus. Well, I met Thaddeus obviously because I would just call him. But hey, I need you to do this. <laughs> um, but I'm like, oh, I can do it. I still do it even knowing that he can do it. But I was like, right. oh, I, I enjoy doing some of the smaller stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'll watch a video in the, in the past too where like a painter or whatever was talking about something. And I was like, 
that looks hard. I try, I fuck it up. I was like, damn. And then I go look to see if that guy, of course, he's not in Arizona. Right. You know, but there's been several <laughs> times where I'm like, you know, I just want this guy to do. He knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, for, I think you're tripping down the right alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then action step for this next month. So uh, continue to build the brand identity, really trying to push it now. Um, and then I'm trying to, for the free work, I'm wrapping up for the two different clients that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm working with. Um, I'm really trying to push referrals from them. So, hey, you know, uh, one of them is an accounting firm, so they have a lot of connections as well. So just talking to them, say, hey, okay, you know, now, now that I've built these for you, First of all, will you give me a testimonial? You know, can I mm-hmm. use your, your logo and stuff on my website? Um, say that I work with you, all that kind of stuff. And then um, is there any work that you have for me? And then is there any work that mm-hmm. or anyone who you know who could use this kind of service? Yeah. So in one month, what should we see done? Hopefully, uh, continued posting on LinkedIn. So continued for the brand identity. At what um, cadence? Uh, I'm trying to do five times a week. Or sorry, yeah, five times a week. Okay. Yeah. All right, there we so. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so five times a week posting on LinkedIn. Um, I don't know that I want to push myself to add another YouTube video at this point. Um, I Because I'm doing a lot of the free work and I'm balancing it with with my uh, mm-hmm. professional life as well. It's a lot. i gotta mm-hmm. I got to make sure I don't burn out. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I mean, that's that's the main one. And then the other one is, is trying to convert. Um, yeah. So, well, I mean, we'll see. I, I, I don't necessarily think that... Um, there's very specific steps for me to take right now. Mm-hmm. I think I've been... Well, it's I, I'd say the measurable is... The consistent posting. Is the consistent posting, but also like you can measure it off of, I've got two people that I'm finishing up X amount of free work for. Sure. So like, and you could just define it that way because yeah. that's your, that's the way that you're trying to get a lead mm-hmm. or future yeah, leads. Yeah, exactly. So, and talking about like in, in terms of the conversions, it's like I can send as many emails to the Facebook leads that I got, but mm-hmm. it might be wrong place, wrong time for all those people. Yeah, but exactly. The only thing that I can control are my controllables, so I'm not going to worry about how many conversions I get. I'm only going to worry about the action steps I take. Exactly. So in terms of the way I think, if we were to kind of just recap everybody, it would be Mason is trying to make sure he has his regular cadence with um, all the people that he listed in the three categories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I missing one? Uh, no, I mean, I'm working off Oh, of and the YouTube video. Yep. And then mine is going to be reaching out to, um, I think I said, was it 15 GC, uh, 15, 15 contractors? 15 contractors, mm-hmm. yep. yep. And yep. then also hitting my metrics that we talked about with the action steps and then yours is the five times a week posting on LinkedIn mm-hmm. along with wrapping up uh, two, of the pro- two of the projects for the people that you're working with. Mm-hmm. Yep. Before we wrap up too, I mean, a little... Little tidbit, or we can talk about it in the next podcast though. But a lot of because you guys are getting a lot of fairly good leads off of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But I think you guys should. I've gotten no good leads off. I of think the you guys should look. Taken. I think you should look more into on the follow up. Once you get a lead, put it in another mm-hmm. lead generation funnel based on what your video or what your post was about. Yeah, and work on them instead of just sending an email and hoping that they come back. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Yeah. So, but that's. Cool. A lot of work. <laughs> so <laughs> that that might future. be that yes. might be March. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's in the, that's in the future. Exactly. Especially if you make a couple more videos and start getting that crap. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if you start, if you know you can get that many, especially if you know you can get ten leads, then it's like okay, I should invest a little bit more in how to really convert these. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So. Yep. All right, uh, Mason. Where can people follow you or reach out? Uh, right now, you can find me on Instagram at Mason Oxendale. And then 
you will be able to follow me on YouTube probably by the next podcast or at least next month and I'll have tell you how to get there. But IG's where is where it's at. Cool. Alex. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, so linkedin.com forward slash vreich. That's V as in Victor, R-E-I-C-H-E. What if people want to see, want to react to any of your polls on Instagram? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I keep that for 10-year-old uh, acquaintances. You need to know him for 10 years before he's going to hit that follow back button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. And then uh, you can follow what I'm doing on the construction side, Sido underscore building, and then... Um, if someone wanted to reach out through the website, it's sido-building.com. All right, sweet. So until next time. I hope your hammer stays accurate. Your Wi-Fi fast. And your work blessed. See you, everybody. Hey, good shit. That was significantly shorter than what I thought it was going to be.